and welcome back to Holistic Home. My name is Chelsea Whittacombe and I am an interior designer and decorator based in Sydney. Holistic Home is a podcast all about intentional interior design. Interior design choices with wellness at the centre of it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today. So this week I will be concluding the series that I've been running on the block channel nine's renovation reality series so last night on the show we saw the houses go for auction and it was a hectic night i i really enjoyed watching it i felt so nervous i felt like i was in the room with scotty and shelly i was so invested and I just want to say a huge congratulations to all the contestants this year on an incredible achievement of renovating these homes in 12 weeks. That in itself is amazing. And to have been part of this block journey, I think is so special. So really well done to them and to Scotty and Shelley and the team at Channel 9. I think their show is something really special. I particularly really enjoy watching and listening to Shelley. She just inspires me with the way she talks. She's always got something extraordinary and uplifting to say. And Scott Cam does a terrific job too. And oh goodness, what a roller coaster of an evening. But before we get into it, it's time for the interior design tip of the week. This week, I want to talk all about mood boards. A mood board essentially is a collage of images and words that reflect your vision. So I'm talking about this from an interior design perspective, but you can also do it in life. I know at the beginning of the year, people have their yearly vision board and this can be done physically with magazine clippings or photos, or it can also be done digitally as well, which I quite enjoy because then you can set it as your desktop background on your iPad or your phone or your computer. It's very adaptable in that sense, but whatever works because it's all about getting visualization. So whatever works for you. And then what you do with these mood boards. So I always like to give the mood board a name and this name is going to set the tone for the project. For example, it could be the treehouse. So what do you imagine when you think of a treehouse? You think of something up high with a beautiful view, sunlight, nature. So already you're giving your mind visuals, but then we're also going to be putting these to the page as well. So because this treehouse that I'm talking about, the mood board here, it, this is an interior design project that I'm calling the treehouse. So I want to make sure that I'm putting swatches of, of items that are going to reflect that. So starting off with, it might be paint colours. So another project that I'm doing is a cottage-inspired kitchen. And we're doing a cottage that's sage green and uh, bright whites. So what I'm going to do is actually include swatches of those paint colors from Dulux. So the sage green that I want, and also because I want the white to be a warm white, I'm gonna choose the specific white that I wanna see. 
So that might be Fair Bianca by Julak. So I actually put that on the mood board. So if I'm doing it digitally, I'll take a screenshot of it. And if I'm doing it physically, I might just pin it to a board or I might glue it down on the piece of card that I'm creating this mood board on. Then I want to include some words as well. As I said, the treehouse feels airy and natural. So natural could be a key word. For the, for the cottage kitchen, it could be warm. And you just want to include those words on there. So then already we're getting visuals with the paint colors and the swatches. We've got the name of the mood board that sets the overall tone. And then we've got keywords in that mood board as well. Other items you're going to include on there are images that inspire you. These might be images from Google or from Pinterest. Anything that you've been, oh, screenshots on your phone, anything that you've been finding that reflects the overall vision. Because what you want to be able to do with this mood board is whenever you're then making a decision for your home or for whatever space you're designing, is to be able to reflect on this mood board to help you make a decision so say it's between it might be window coverings and you're between two different fabrics they might be similar or they might not be which one reflects your mood board because you've really got to have a clear vision when you're designing a space and it's the diff sometimes these small decisions is what accumulates to make your space feel right because it's not always what a space looks like, it's how it feels. Another tip that I like to do is if you're printing off that mood board so you can see it visually or if you've already done it physically is to actually dab a bit of essential oils on it that you want to be in the space. So this way you're engaging the sense of smell as well because with holistic interior design the biggest thing you want to be able to do is engage all the senses and create a space that just feels the way your vision board looks. Bring your Pinterest to life. Bring all those save images that you've been absolutely in love with for all this time. You've got the power to make that your reality. So enjoy the ride. Back to the block. So these auctions this year were just absolutely explosive. I mean, if you haven't watched it, I recommend go and watch those replays and it'll explain it. But I do have, I did record some of my reactions to watching it last night. So I might insert those here. So enjoy. <laughs> That's crazy. House one, Stefan's yarn. Their house just sold for $5 million from $4 million. A million just like that. I have never seen anything like this. What? I don't understand. This is the strangest auction. What? Okay, they're taking a dramatic pause on house three auction. Far out. Oh my goodness. That's the block. 
2023. So that was my reactions to some of the auctions there. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> anyway, look, I just want to take this time to reflect on the houses and what I took away from each of the designs this year. Starting off with Stefan Gian. Uh, toot toot, I have been on the Stefan Gian train this year. I love what they've done with their house inside and out. It, I, I feel Steph said it really well. People like this house because it feels nice which is such a holistic way of looking at a house and really that's the difference between a house and a home is how it feels it's often like we say in conversation people don't remember what you said to them they remember how you made them feel and a house has this ability as well and this does it right from the moment you you cross that threshold into the gate the landscaping is beautiful and inviting and warm and has has a coziness to it. The consistency in this house is really beautiful to see as well. That Japandi style, which is the mix of tranquil Japanese style and the Scandinavian minimalistic, stylistic look, really worked. And I loved seeing the commitment to that style. So this reflects our design tip of the week as well is Steph had a clear vision. Well, Steph and Gian had a mood board and they stuck with it through their home. And it just goes to show when you stick to a style, you stick to a brief, you're really hitting it. Even if that brief isn't everyone's style, you're consistent and people can see that and I do feel that was reflected so well in this home. Look, as we are concluding this block series, I am going to be diving into some more holistic interior design styles and um, coming up, I do have an episode on Japandi, which will be really good to get into. The second auction of the day was the girls, Eliza and Liberty. This auction was incredible to watch. The The biggest takeaway from their home, House 5, was its sense of warmth. And Eliza said it really beautifully, is that she really wants to see a family in this home. And I, I really hope that there is because it does have such a beautiful feeling to it. And that's really reflected in the timber pieces throughout the home. So... All of their window frames were timber. They had lots of timber decking. It really, you know, going back to their grand entrance, it just, again, going back to how a space feels rather than it looks, it felt warm. It felt inviting. It's incredible. And they were filming in their kitchen again for the auctions and that kitchen, it just feels like an easy space to be in. It's a big, grand home, but it doesn't feel too precious. So that's a really big takeaway is how is this house going to be lived in? How is it going to be used? And I, I really feel that this is something that they've thought about really well. And they've really stuck to their style also throughout their home. They've been 
they've been warm and classic, but they've also had these eclectic accents, which have really made the house something special. So in the kitchen, it's been going with the, the orange appliances. Then it's by having some really beautiful tile choices in the bathrooms. They've really come a long way, Eliza and Liberty, throughout this journey. And I think that their house is really beautiful. So well done, girls. Christian Brett, when I think of their house, I think of the ultra modern family home. It kind of gives me Jetsons vibes. There's so much that sets this part a house from the others and they really made the most of being on a corner block, which is which is cool. They had the entrance with the beautiful timber deck, which sets a nice tone for the home. They've got their James Bond splashback and then they've got that really distinguished bench top as well. So I do feel that that would really attract a particular type of buyer because it is something different to what's on the market. Another tip that I have though is if you're when you're building or working on a renovation project is being conscious of the energy that you're putting into a home because what you put in is what you get out so just keep like good vibrations coming through and uh, it's amazing what might come your way auction four of the day was kyle and leslie this is another really bright welcoming easygoing home when i think of their home i also think of a, a family because thinking back to their kitchen it had that warm timber look to it, all warm tone paint colours. It was light and airy. It was definitely a feel-good space to be in. But when I think of Kyle and Leslie's house, I also think back to their their beautiful master ensuite with the, the stunning tile selections and then the two vanities on either side of the room. Go look back at the images. That's just what comes to my mind when thinking of their home. But yeah, also they were the house of curves and really well done to them for, for sticking with that all the way through. Because again, consistency works. It really feels like for their mood board, they just had lots of circles all over it and really worked through to get to that final that final look especially with the troubles that they had with their floor plan with the the living and dining room areas by opening that up but then still having a, a curved wall in there to divide the space a little bit really made the space into what it is and gives you that brilliant effect the final auction of the day was leah and ash and when I think of their house, I think of colour, I think of fun, I think of retro, I think of eclectic. They had a really memorable home and I do really applaud them for embracing the style of their home and the confidence in that because, yes, we see a lot of beige houses on the market and everyone want, wants the same look all the time. But they really decided, no, we're going to go with a colourful, eclectic home. 
and that does attract a certain type of buyer. Now, look, their house was passed in at auction, but this does not mean um, this is not the end for the home. There, there is still um, a chance there for them to make some money on the block this year. But yeah, they they had a really fun house, and uh, even if it's not to your own personal style preference I think there is so much to appreciate in the home and it feels it feels really curated and really cared for so really well done Leah and Ash for that I'm going to do a rapid fire of my favorite room from each contestant's house house one Kyle and Leslie my favorite room from them was their master ensuite House 2, Leah and Ash, the one that actually comes to my mind straight away was their house decider challenge one. They did the most gorgeous kids room and that's the that's the most memorable one for me. So that's what I'm going to pick. House 3, Christy and Brett. I am going to go with their front facade actually. House 4, Steph and Gian. Oh, this one, I mean, I'm going to say it's my favorite house on the block this year. Again, I would really love to say front facade, but uh, the first thing that came to my mind was their kitchen, so I'm going to go with kitchen. House five, Eliza and Liberty. Oh, okay. I'm also going to go with the kitchen. That space I just loved. I will note with Eliza and Liberty, it's just a random thought here, is I really would have loved to see it on their floor plan that they called their studio I wish they hadn't called it the studio. I wish they'd called it the pool house because that just sounds really cool. And it reminds me of one of my favorite TV shows, The OC. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's a great show. I might do an episode actually about it, talking about the interior design of it because there is some great interior design in that show. It's from the early 2000s, but I I really feel like it holds up really well. This brings the block 2023 to an end. What a series. What an adventure. Thank you all involved. It's been really fun to reflect each week on the on the podcast here as well. I want to leave you with a little quote to take into your beautiful week. Your home is a reflection of who you are. Let it shine just like you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Holistic Home. I hope that you will listen in again next week. Make sure that you are subscribed to this channel so that you never miss an episode. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Audible, pretty much everywhere. Uh, Also, I'm on YouTube as well. So subscribe on there as well. And you can follow me on my social channels. That includes Instagram, Facebook and TikTok for more daily content. Thank you. Bye.